Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us, John McCormick from the Weekly Standard. And, John, we are here in the Beltway. So because I'm now a Beltway insider and have my card and special handshake and everything, I know for a fact that whatever happens, no matter what the FBI does, all this crazy stuff out there in talk radio, Donald Trump can't win. Isn't that right? I mean, that's what you Beltway elitists might want exactly. to think. And it's because we are, I, I know he can't win because he can't win the states. Always people say, forget the big picture. He can't win the states. Uh, because even if he does win Ohio, where he's doing pretty well, and Florida, which is close, he can't win any other states that matter, like Nevada and New Hampshire and North Carolina, to put him over the top. Isn't that isn't that why we Beltway insiders are smarter than the plebes, the hoi polloi out there in podcast land? You know, that might have been true a week ago, uh, but just today, really, I think Trump's path has opened up in these state polling oh, well, averages. Let's, let's start with a big one. I used to live in Boston. My in-laws live in New Hampshire. Trump's been losing in New Hampshire for months now. People keep talking about Trump. If he wins, his path includes New Hampshire. He can't win New Hampshire. Trump has not led in a single poll in New Hampshire in 2015 or 2016 until today, where he's ahead in two different polls, in one poll only by one point, another poll by five points. Now, the poll that he's doing better in is ARG. It doesn't have a good reputation, uh, but the other poll is by WBUR. It's a respected pollster. Absolutely. And then Suffolk, a very respected pollster, mm-hmm. starts at dead even in New Hampshire. So again, a week ago, this looked like kind of a Hillary Clinton firewall state. The firewall seems to be very vulnerable right oh, now. Okay, well, if you've got Suffolk in, I, I know the pollster and... And I will say solid polling work. No one's perfect, but solid work. Okay, okay, okay. So maybe he can win New Hampshire. But that's not enough, right? If he wins New Hampshire and Ohio but loses North Carolina, he he can't win without North Carolina. And I am told that the polls have been for Hillary in North Carolina for weeks now. Well, you're definitely right that, it, I mean, North Carolina would probably be a knockout blow to Trump. If he loses North Carolina, I think you've got a, you know, a 99% chance of a Hillary Clinton victory. But right now, the polling average shows her them dead even, 46.4 to 46.4 in the real clear politics average of polls. Now, you know, there is some good news for Hillary Clinton there. A Quinnipiac poll, which is a more respected pollster, showed her up three. There have been a series of polls that show that sort of durable three-point lead. And then a couple came in, one by a Republican pollster, another by this uh, outlet called Survey USA. They're both done of the greatest reputation. But right now, it's a dead even range right there. And so you can really see it going either way. There are about five states right now that I think are are a knife's edge and could go either way. Uh, and the other knife's edge states, is Florida one of those? Florida is one of those. Right now, Trump is up by 0.3%. You know, they, we call it a margin of error for a reason, that sometimes <laughs> right. there, there's error. I went back and looked at this, in, in the Senate races at least back in 2014, I looked at all the Senate races where a candidate was, uh, when the margin was less than three percentage points mm-hmm. in the polling average on election day. And you really don't know. It's a real toss-up. I mean, that's why we call them toss-ups. And you just don't know who's going to come out on top. I mean, you'd obviously rather be up by one or two than down by one or two. Um, But, you know, Florida is one of these states. Again, that would be a knockout blow to Trump if he loses in Florida. But if you – I mean, so right now it's if Nevada, New Hampshire, Florida, North Carolina – Iowa and Ohio all go Trump's way. He's almost certainly going to win. And right now he is either ahead or tied in all. No, no, no. You said Nevada. I know for a fact. Harry Reid promised me. He promised me Mitt Romney has not paid any taxes. Uh, Hillary Clinton has not broken the law. The FBI is run by corrupt people. And Nevada is uh, Nevada, excuse me, Mm -hmm. is a state that Hillary continues to lead thanks to the unions and the uh, the makeup of the population there. Well, that's not what the polls are showing today. Uh, Trump is actually up by two point. 
0 percentage points in Nevada. Now, on the other hand, Nevada has been a state in the past that has surprised us where people think maybe they're not getting enough of the Hispanic vote, the native Spanish speakers in the polls. So Hill, uh, Harry Reid himself actually pulled off a huge upset. One of the very rare cases where a candidate was down by more than three percentage points, he ended up winning by something like five percentage points back in uh, 2010. So Nevada, again, I wouldn't be too uh, certain that, that Trump's gotten the bag, but he's up by two percentage points right now. Let's say to the chagrin of the Beltway insiders and to the joy of the talk radio audiences that Donald Trump, in fact, wins all these razor edge states. Uh, Ohio, he has had a steady lead. But do you agree with me that these polls are so close, it would not be a stunner if he ended up losing all of them, including Ohio, because they're just so close? Not at all. I wouldn't be surprised if all these states break the Clinton, if they all break the Trump, or if, Either they, way. if they, it's a mix and match. So I just want to make sure. So we're on that level playing field. Mm-hmm. So Trump comes in, thanks to this week-long barrage of negative press for Hillary Clinton, Trump ends up winning all those states. He's the president? Almost Is certainly. Is that 200? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean it's almost? Two, well, it's if, if he That's wins, 270, if right? If he wins, no, Ohio, it's 269. Florida. It's a 269 to 269 tie. If he wins those six states that I just mentioned, and Hillary ends up winning Colorado, Pennsylvania, Virginia, all the other swing states, were at a 269-269 tie, the election would be then thrown to the House of Representatives, where each state would get one vote. Each state delegation gets one vote. It requires a majority of states to elect a new president. Uh, the Senate will be responsible for electing the vice okay, president. this is like... Satan's version of Game 7 of the World Series, where it's close, 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 and then it's not even over. And then there's a rain delay, and then they have to do some more. Is that what you're telling me? I am, but the, the other, the actual, the, the, but, there, there's a chance that Maine's 2nd Congressional District could tip Trump over the edge, giving him one extra electoral okay, vote necessary explain for victory. This. Explain this. Yes. Maine and Nebraska are each states where they've elected to uh, allot their electoral votes, both by the statewide winner and by congressional vote. And so Maine's uh, rural northern congressional district uh, is a dead even razor thin race right now where Trump is down by, I believe, 0.7 percentage points right now. Uh, so again, if, he, if Trump takes those six states and Maine's second congressional district, he's right at 270. I just want everyone to walk away from this podcast with this piece of information. Hillary can lock down Virginia and Colorado and Wisconsin and still not have 270. It's it's very close. You know, right now, 538.com, Nate Silver's website gives Trump about a 35% chance of winning. There's one other part of this, which is that there is a an unusual variable in the state of Utah. Explain the Utah MacGuffin. Well, Evan McMullen, uh, the independent conservative candidate, is running. No, I use I be clear. I use MacGuffin in the Alfred Hitchcock sense of there's this strange thing, you know, that's the the center of the story. So, and Ed, Edward Evan McMullen and Mindy Finn, known together as McMuffin. Uh, they're the independent conservative candidates uh, who are running very strongly in Utah. Running very strongly. A lot of opposition among Mormons. Uh, McMullen himself is a Mormon. Uh, he's down a few points right now in the polls to Trump. So Trump still has the edge there. You'd expect him to win. Uh, but if there's any scenario in which Trump is at 269 electoral votes or up to 275 and, and McMullen can walk in and take away Utah's six electoral votes, that means this thing gets thrown to the House of Representatives with not only Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, but also McMullen in there. I mean, we're talking a pretty wild and crazy scenario. It's basically like completing a Hail Mary pass, getting the onside kick, and immediately converting another Hail Mary pass. So uh, it, it, wilder things have probably happened. But I can't uh, think of them. You can't. Has I that cannot, ever happened in a football game? That might have not ever happened <laughs> I don't think it has. I don't think I it has. Think of it. Yeah. One last question. Now we're leaving the area of numbers and going to pure speculation. 
Do you think this is going to be a 269-269 election when it's all said? I don't mean that specific number, but I mean, do you really think it's going to be an election where, you know, it's just one state and it's a, you know, it's it's razor wire the whole way, a razor thin edge the whole way? Or do you believe that what's happening right now is that the shape of the electorate is changing somehow in ways that are, it's too quick or too close to Election Day? Polling will never kind of catch up with it. And that one, either the American people are going to decide, you know what? I'm not doing this Clinton stuff anymore. I'm, I'm done with it. I, I don't like Donald Trump at all, but I'm just not doing Clinton anymore. Or they're deciding, you know what? I don't care what you tell me about Hillary. I'm not voting for that crazy man over there with the orange face. And that one of those two is going to win. In it, with, you know, it's not going to be a, a nail biter. They're going to they're going to win in a kind of historically typical by by a historically typical margin. I think those are all uh, without without using my Nate Silver, you know, machine <laughs> and running the numbers. I think those are all equally possible. I think we could e- easily see a, a solid two point, three point, four point victory uh, for Hillary Clinton. I mean, that's what, what George W. Bush won by three percentage points mm-hmm. back in 2004. Everybody thought that was a solid win. He was at 51 right. percent. Yeah, I could see things breaking. I just don't know. I think that there's just a lot of unknowns, uh, a lot, as I've tried to say, a lot of unknowns in a lot of different states. And, yeah, you could see a national wave sort of breaking. It all takes is, you know, a couple percentage points either way. The polls could be, the polls were off by t- they were two points to Republican in 2012. They could be two points to Democratic mm-hmm. in 2016. We don't know. Well, based on the science of my gut, which is no science at all, I don't think it's going to be particularly close. I think it's going to be an historically typical margin, three, four percent, whatever, one way or the other. I have no idea which way at this point. That's what's happening right now this week as people decide, A, are you going to bother to vote? And then B, once you get there, who are you going to vote for? And I think it's going to end up being that by 10 o'clock at night, we're going to know either America said yes to rejecting Trump or yes to rejecting Hillary. Either way, they'll be embracing rejection. I think it's going to that this will not be, you know, four in the morning waiting to see what you know a single congressional district in Nebraska does by voting and not voting, and then by choosing for whom you vote once you get there. That all of that together is going to give us a decision by fifty-ish, fifty-one, fifty-two percent of Americans. We're just we're rejecting one of these two doors, and it's not going to be door number one, door number two, with a hand on each handle and cracking them both. Throughout the night. I don't think so. I think by 10 o'clock, we're going to say this team won or that team won. That's certainly possible, you know, and I'm actually more bullish on Hillary Clinton in these states like mm-hmm. North Carolina and Florida, where she's got a real turnout operation. You know, I mean, Trump, I think that there will be some price to pay for not having the typical uh, turnout game sure. that everybody else has. So, you know, we'll, we'll know early on. I mean, if, if, if Trump loses either of those states, it's almost certainly game over. John McCormick, thanks so much for joining us for this numbers crunching edition of the Weekly Standard podcast. Don't forget, you never have to miss another podcast. Just go to iTunes.com and subscribe to the Weekly Standard Podcast, and they'll automatically appear in your iPad, your iPhone, whatever. And thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Michael Graham.